Start it up then. This is Huey. This is the Bo Chewy Podcast, live from Bob's dining room. Dining room. Dining room. Dining room. It's your dining room. We've eaten in here. We have. And uh, today we are going to talk about movies that are embarrassing that we also like. Now, the cool thing about this is we don't tell each other what we've researched or what we've done. So this is all a... Surprise. (laughs) Did you say that we love? Yeah. (laughs) Embarrassing movies that we love. I'm sorry. Embarrassing movies that we love. Or you're embarrassed to admit that you love. Yeah. Anything that seems like it would be embarrassing. (laughs) The thing is, if you know us, when we're talking about these, we are not going to be embarrassed at all. It's just kind of one of those things. It's like a secret shame. Uh, No, I'm actually really embarrassed about one of these. Really? I'm not. I'm actually nervous about it. I'm nervous about admitting... It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Here's why. I can't because, wait to hear them. because I talk to you guys on a daily basis, and I will, well, you will, I will never live this down. Yeah. Well, you know what, man? Uh, Probably not. I'm the, I'm the bad, you know, ex-military, and when I tell you these movies, you guys are gonna be like, yeah, but douche, none of us think of you as an ex-military. None of us think of you that way because we didn't serve with you. Hey, by the way, thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cheap plug. God bless you, guys. <laughs> These colors don't kneel. <laughs> <laughs> they could if they wanted to, though, because you fought for that. Anyway, um, no, we uh, we don't talk about what we're... We just talk about the topic. So we don't know what each other researched. And in true Bo Chewy fashion, we never do a list of five. We're going to do a list of nine, which is three apiece. Three apiece. Correct. So to lead it off, we Let's decided see. that uh, the, the bottle had spun towards me. And mm-hmm. I will lead it off with my first... Embarrassing, but I love movie. I don't know how I phrased that, but it was okay. Correct. So you gotta get, are you gonna give us clues, or are you uh, just gonna go? I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk a minute, and then okay. I'll tell you All what right. it is. I saw this movie back when I was a kid. <clears throat> I don't know what led me to see this movie. I remember seeing commercials for it and just being like, "That is not a movie for 12 year old Chuck. That is not it." And uh, I ended up being at somebody's house. You know, like Fridays, like especially in our town, like. Everybody read movies on Fridays. Yep. I went to somebody else's house yep. and caught part of this movie. Go to Second Cinema. And uh, no, there was no Second Cinema. Rams's video. Rams's video. And then uh, <laughs> just catching part of this and um, completely, I think part of it was I fell in love. Like I probably still am partially in love with one of the actresses in this movie. Um, here's, I'll give you a brief synopsis without naming any names. It's about a woman and a man who are married. <laughs> <laughs> That's like wait, almost wait. every movie. Midlife, midlife crisis kind okay. of thing. The lady might be going through menopause. She's going through a lot of changes in her life. Uh, they go to visit the husband's relative at a nursing home, and she meets a friend. I know it. Always? She meets a friend. It's I know not it. always. Uh, it's a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, she meets a friend. It's a southern food, uh, uh, fried green tomatoes. That's it, fried green tomatoes. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> never seen it. Oh, never seen I've tomatoes. never seen it. That's horrible. Well, according, I've, according I've been to told my, it's a great movie. It is a great movie. According to my wife, it's one of those movies you only need to watch once to remember. And I looked at her and I said, I've seen this movie like 12 times. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I've never actually seen it. I just know the 
plot points. Yeah, it's it. it's yeah. Fried Green Tomatoes. Yeah. It's a 1991 movie directed by John Avnet, which I looked up John Avnet. I'll talk about him in a little bit more. It's based off a novel called Fried Green Tomatoes, The Whistle Stop Cafe by Fanny Flagg. Okay. She also helped write the movie with a partner, Carol Solietsky. Uh, so it's got Kathy Bates, Jessica Tandy, and they're kind of the at-present duo of Evelyn and Ninny. Um, and Mary Stuart Masterson, oh, yeah, who Lord. I was yep. just completely yep. fucking enamored with, plays Iggy Threadgood, and Mary Louise Parker plays Ruth. So this movie basically is about two women who meet at a nursing home, and be, from this, from Jessica Tandy's Ninny stories, um, Kathy Bates becomes a better person, starts figuring out her life even more. Uh, Where else do I know Mary Stewart, Mass? She's in a bunch of stuff. She Benny and June. Benny yeah, and June. Yeah. Okay, Benny all right, yep. yep. Um, it actually was nominated for two Academy Awards. Uh, Best Actress, uh, Jessica Tandy, and Best Writing Based on Material. Yeah, I mean, this was a well-awarded. Damn, right, Damn right, Jessica Tandy is right. This is a really old woman who I'd never seen in anything else. By <laughs> Driving Miss Daisy? That, is that her? Is yeah, that, really? Well, I don't know. That's Miss Daisy. I didn't see that movie. No, I didn't see that movie. You're gonna fucking yell at me about Fried Green Tomatoes. You've never, I've never seen this. You watch Driving Miss Daisy? Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, you are. That's, a big you are Morgan Freeman. Yeah, fan. you are weird. Like about if I have that. a Morgan Freeman question, he's I in the new South Park game too. It's awesome. I saw that. I'm Morgan. I did see that. You have to kill him. I haven't gotten that far yet. Thanks. Spoiler alert. So anyway, it did lose. They didn't get they were nominated, but that was the Silence of the Lambs year, so Jodie Foster won Best oh, yeah. Actress. And oh, yeah. Silence of the Lambs also won in the other category. It's a good movie. So this is actually a well reviewed movie. I mean, yeah, it's actually it's it's got seventy three percent rating. Yeah, out of the other two movies that I did, it is the highest rated critically. It is very good. It's not totally surprising that you like and it though. I do I, I mean like not super surprising, like really? Like, no, I mean, it's a good no, movie. No, actually, I think it's I, a good actually, movie. I'm surprised about it. I started I've heard, this I, is the quintessential, like, middle, older lady chick flick. Yes, dude. This is like, this the, is like the wine and let's get together. The, right. This is the movie where you'd be like, oh, you know, you're, you're maybe 50, 49 years old, late 40s, early 50s, and you're a woman, and you're going through these things. You're going through you menopause. Like, it's empowering. You know what you I mean? You watch it so you have a cry. Yeah. Well... I didn't cry much, and I didn't really. I mean, because also in this movie, there's the KKK is in it. I did not there know that. There is a murder in it, and they I cook, also did not. They know cook that. the dude, and they serve him to people. Like there's <laughs> what? Wait, what? Like, Isn't it PG thirteen? I don't know. They don't. Wait, show there's it. cannibalism in they this movie. Show. There's cannibalism in this movie. There's cannibalism in this movie. There's also just for fun too. Because I never I thought, knew the depth of fried green tomatoes. It'd be man. fun if I, <laughs> if I didn't. For this movie in particular, I I went surface research on it. Okay. Um. It I did remember it's got some people in it that besides Mary Stewart Masterson and all those people, Chris O'Donnell is in this no. movie. He's in this movie for about six seconds. Do you want to try to guess what happens to him? Because you won't. He, he gets dies. murdered and cooked. No, he gets hit by a train. <laughs> What an idiot. Was he drunk? No, he went after a hat. The hat just kept rolling down the train. You know, like if you drop like a dollar yeah, in the street, yeah, yeah. and every time you reach for it, it feels like the. This sounds the more like a ahead. horror film than it does a. Hey, that's probably why you hey, like it. That's then. probably why I like it. Also, uh, Ruth, who, remember I was telling you Chris O'Donnell's chasing a hat? Ruth. He was chasing Ruth's hat, and he got hit by a train. Ruth eventually has a baby with a southern racist who is in the KKK, and she names him Buddy Jr. Guess what happens to him? He dies? No. He gets hit by a train. <laughs> but he only loses his arm. He loses his arm. Buddy Jr.? Buddy Jr. loses Little his arm. Little baby gets hit by a train? No, he loses his arm later. Oh. They don't throw the baby in front of the train. 
Woo. Wait a minute. That's a movie starring Sylvester Stallone. Uh, no, it's Daylight? <laughs> Daylight? Um, no. <laughs> so he loses his arm, they bury the arm. Um, Constance Shulman. She's in this movie. Okay, I got it. No right idea. now she's in Orange is the New Black, but we might remember her better for being the voice of Patty Mayonnaise in Doug. No and way! Immediately, when she's on screen, of course you don't know who the hell she is, but that voice, as soon as she starts talking, you're like, because it's not even, she doesn't even try it. It's Patty Mayonnaise, 110%. Also, uh, there's someone in this movie we know from, I'm going to tell you his real name, because you won't ever fucking know. His real name is Galand Sartane. What? Galen Sartain, he plays Kathy Bates's husband, but we know him better from playing Chuck from the Ernest movies. Oh, and, the dude with Chuck the yeah, Chuck the dude with the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> do the eye thing, dude. dude yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> so For those so, of you at home, Chuck did the eye. Yeah, thing. so it's yeah, this Chuck did. So that was kind of cool. Um, also, there were some things that it was the movie was criticized for that was left out from the book. The book actually has a lesbian relationship between Iggy and Ruth. Um, so this is this is predating the movement, man. Yeah, pretty wow. much. Because this, I mean, this movie was made in 91. I didn't have to look up when the book was made. Sorry, I'm, I'm, but, uh, I, I had to listen to this, Jake. Do several characters. You don't really want to the prize. They are all boy- That's Patty. Yeah. So she's talking, she's talking about her, her role in Fried Green Tomatoes. And how she had no, a different voice for... So. Oh, it is her. Is Patty it. Mayonnaise. I mean, that is weird. It was Patty Mayonnaise. That is I so told, weird. I can tell right off the bat, especially in 91. So anyway, the director on a DVD commentary about the lesbian relationship that Ruth and Iggy had, uh, the director said that there was a food fight in the movie between the two of them that was uh, supposed to signify lovemaking. Also... <laughs> Also, well, that's, that's some symbolism right there. In the man. movie, the lady who is telling the story, Jessica Tandy, she's telling these stories every week to Kathy Bates, and she is revealed to be Iggy at the end of the movie, Iggy Threadgood. In the book, that doesn't happen. That's She's not the same person. Okay, so... And in fact, there's clues in the movie that lead you to believe that, she's, uh, that she makes it known that she's actually not that person. So the ending of the movie... Is uh, <laughs> is a little. Is, is this Kathy Bates pre or post misery? Um, it might be post. I didn't. That's a good question. I think that I, was this is ninety one. So okay. I think misery was like ninety three or ninety. Maybe it is pre. Well, ninety two maybe. This might be her movie I'm not to sure. misery next because she won it's best. She won best. Actually, actress misery. misery is nineteen ninety. Yeah. Oh, so it was a year. So year yeah, after. yeah. Was she supporting actress or best actress? That's best actress. Best I want to say. Actress. She was awesome in that movie. Kathy Bates is good. She's incredible. She's really good. Except for that movie. new Netflix show. I didn't watch it. It's stupid. All right, well. It's insulting. That was me. That was Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh, wait. John Avant, who's the director. This was his first movie. This was his very first movie. So he nailed this. They put, had this movie next. What other movies did he do? The War with Kevin Costner. Yeah, I remember The War. He did uh, Red Corner. Don't with, know that one. Um, it's got Richard Gere in it. It's about Chinese politics. Um... So then he didn't really make a whole lot more. He didn't. He had like five shots after this to make like a really good movie, and he made okay movies. But he did direct some episodes of my favorite TV show, Justified. Cool. That's what I got. Okay, that's that's tomatoes. really embarrassing. Actually, Thank you. that is Thank kind you. of that's that's not super embarrassing. Yeah, but but, Mary but it's 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 actually it's actually a good start because it's actually it is embarrassing for like you know dudes right, but it's also a really decent well reviewed film. I've so just it's not seen embarrassing it. for dudes. Yeah, but so's so's the 
The Piano and The Crying Game. I've never watched that shit. I have seen The Crying Game. See? I have not. But frankly, It was fucked up. (laughs) 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 Anyway. I just remember The Crying Game because Ace Ventura... Yeah, he was in the shower. <laughs> okay, so is, is it my turn? It is your turn. All right. Okay, so it is Boy Bo George did that. Uh, Boy George did this song today, but that's okay. So thank you. This was a the reason why I picked this one. This was a VHS tape that we had when we were kids, and um, we probably watched this thing weekly, right? Um, go on further uh, in my adulthood life we start having kids and uh, it was on Netflix so like one day 15? yeah when I was 18 and I had 4 kids um, <laughs> your kids we would watch it with the kids so this this movie came out originally in 1986 it was a Japanese film okay it's an adventure film about two best friends um, they become separated and they go through different trials and tib- tribulations they reunite eventually um it got horrible, horrible views, reviews in, in Japan. Uh, it was set. To, it was set to uh, uh, narrated through poetry. Okay, so what happened was um, it was redubbed and recut and re-released in the United States in 1989. It now holds an 80% rating in Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, it went from like a 26 rating to 80% rating after it was dubbed from Japanese to, to English. They hired Dudley Moore to narrate this thing. The original story was called Koniko Monogarati. A kitten story. Uh, Milo and Otis. Milo and Otis. Oh. Milo and Otis. <laughs> how many movies died? How oh many my god. Like, died? So embarrassing. <laughs> well, how are, why are you embarrassed by that? Did you watch it when you were a kid? I love that movie, dude. I cried. I cried. Well, that's that why you still like it, though. Because no, you loved it when you were a kid. But now you're an adult, though, and you realize the Japanese have no... <laughs> they don't care about animal life whatsoever. None. none. And they killed... All kinds of animals. Well, they, 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 they were investigated in by, movie? by the ASPCA and a yes. bunch of other people because they're, the, the one of the allegations is they wanted Milo, who's the tabby cat, okay? They wanted Milo to appear injured or like like he was like limping, so they broke a cat's foot. Oh, man. <laughs> you know how they have like animal handlers, animal wranglers? On yeah, they didn't have shit for no, that. No, well, well, I'm just thinking like call the guy who breaks the fucking cat's foot. Like... <laughs> Where do you find I just him? lost respect for Dudley Moore. Don't. Well, I mean, it's, it's memorable. Yeah, like you can't, you can't Moore. forget those. You can't forget that accent, man. I, I can honestly say I've never seen this movie. It was so cute. It wasn't. It wasn't. It's a pug. A pug and a tabby. Oh, turn. It reminds me of that song by Donovan. Do you know? <laughs> so okay, you've never seen you've never seen Milo Milo Otis? No. Okay, you know have you seen Milo Otis? I sometimes get it confused with Oliver and Company. Well, the other big one, the other big one was Homeward Bound: The Incredible yeah, Journey. I yeah, I like that movie. Wasn't it Michael J. Fox one of the voices? I think, yeah, he was the voice of the dog. Yeah. But this one, I don't even know who the actors were because there was no voice speaking. It was just being narrated by Dudley Moore. So Dudley Moore just went with, uh, he just, by Dudley Moore, like it's like Dudley Moore doing a commentary on a dog and a cat. 
essentially. <laughs> this is exactly what it is. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Alright, All right. so anyway, if you don't know the premise of the movie, the tabby cat is like crazy misadventurous, right? Okay, now you should be embarrassed because I, I, I know this movie. I You've said tabby like six times. Way too many times. We all know what cats are, dude. Yeah, we all know the cat's it's orange. It's an orange If a tabby cat's cat. orange, it's tabby. And so you had a pug, they're best friends on the I farm. The cat... The cat jumps in a box and ends up floating down the river and gets lost. And, and Otis cat, chases him. And that cat died. But, yep. I'm sure multiple tabby cats died <laughs> in the making of this. Tabby. You know, have you ever watched it now, knowing what happened? Look to see if you can spot the differences in the cats <laughs> when you're re-watching it. This you is so sad. Time. Like, I'm, I'm You should put I'm your kids on watch. You know how, like... In The Simpsons, they have Snowball, and then that the cat snowball dies, two. and it's Snowball <laughs> 2. Like, they Milo, ended that movie Milo 2. <laughs> Milo 3. Bring out Milo 9. Break his leg again. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> that's not oh. his leg, that's his neck. You psycho. Okay, man. since Milo you guys are Tuck. way cooler than me, no. you know, because well. you didn't watch Milo Notice, and didn't cry when they reunited, and he pulled Milo up with a rope oh. when he got stuck in the hole. Oh. Dogs can't and then they gross. they gave cat and dog puppy kisses when they reunited, Aww. and they slept with the baby pigs. Her You're almost in tears right now. <laughs> it's a sad <laughs> movie, man. <laughs> I'm in tears of laughing. But, we'll give you we'll give you a minute. But, we'll give you yeah, a minute. just just. <laughs> you want a tissue? Can we move on? No, you're not done. You have no, I, I have notes. yeah, I have a lot of notes, but it's just getting overwhelming. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> So anyway, long story short, they reunite and they have a bunch of puppies and kittens with like some girlfriends they met. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they met girlfriends. They, the they did. They met another cat and met another dog, and then they had puppies and now, kittens. Now see, that's what I'd like to see. Happily ever after. Is it American Pie style, Milo and Otis, where they just—it's just a dog and a cat humping a pie, trying, <laughs> trying to get laid. It's you know, it's just a dog and a cat trying to get laid, not with each other. They would clearly, never make that movie because clearly this is America. Well, no ladies one and gentlemen, you've heard it here first. No one would accept yes. that relationship of a dog and cat. We need to make a dog and cat teen sex comedy. Can I start writing it? Uh, yeah, I, right now actually. No, not right now. <laughs> Did I mention this is like a well-reviewed film? Okay, critics have said this is eighty percent. It's fresh. a good kids movie. They rev- yeah, you know what? I, I I haven't seen it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. To I don't you. like this idea anymore. I swear. <laughs> Trust me. Milo and Otis. Okay, it was great. Milo film. and Otis. You're gonna dead. get all kinds of fodder for me here in like 15 minutes. So <laughs> you're gonna have it. So it's okay. I can't. Am wait. I next? Yeah, I think you're next because <laughs> I I need a minute to get out of. Did you go through everything you wanted to go through? I'm I'm done. We didn't. Kill Are you, you sure? No, I'm good. I mean, what else can you say about Milo and Otis? I mean, all right. it's not like a whole lot of plot points. It's just a bunch of animal abuse. Well, according to critics, there was all kinds of plot. Well, there was, but I don't want to go into detail here, okay? <laughs> I don't want to cry. For fear of getting weepy? I already got a little weepy. Okay. He wants to sleep with pigs. So mine... Wow, how do you follow that comment up with the pigs? <laughs> with almost spitting beer all over his Oh, okay, all right, continue. It's three in the afternoon. Okay, mine uh, isn't so old. Give us a year. This is uh, 2011. Oh, so a recent one. All right. Yeah, it's right. so stupid, it's funny. Okay, hold it's on. It just tickles my funny bone. Oh, I bet. I'm not allowed to guess because I saw it. Yeah. I'll give this one to oh, uh, oh, you saw it? You saw what it yeah, was? Yeah, well, he was flashing it around. I wasn't flashing it. I just grabbed it. Yeah, but I'm a... Anyway, okay. Huey, I'll give you the synopsis. Okay. 
twins, brother and a sister. Okay. Played by the same actor. Um, it was widely panned by critics, and it has since been considered one of the worst films ever made. <laughs> Yet I love it because it's hilarious. Okay, so it's played by it the same won, person. It won ten Golden Raspberry Awards. Wow. <laughs> Breaking some. Battlefield Earth's record. Oh, L. Ron Hubbard, I bet, is rolling over his grave. <laughs> <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes has a uh, approval rating of 3%. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm not Im- like, I'm embarrassed to love it, but... 2011 Twins. I don't care. Played by the same person, right? Mm-hmm. You have featured a performance from El Pacino. Great ass! I do know what it is, and he's touted this movie to me several times. Okay, I'm gonna tell you who it stars. You're gonna hear it. You're gonna get it. He's not gonna. Stars Adam Sandler, Katie Holmes, and of course Al Pacino. It's Jack and Jill. Oh my god, (laughs) dude! (laughs) Oh my god! I have to admit that movie is horrid. It's hilarious, dude. It It makes me laugh. I don't know why. It just makes me laugh so much that I like it. He's tried to recommend this movie to me. Several times. Like you're you're describe you're describing some big name actors here, and that movie was so bad I don't even remember it existed. Wow. Have you never seen it? Hell no. Oh man. No. It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it does have him in there. Um yeah, it's so bad. It's, oh, it's like it's I said, it's so Holmes stupid and it's funny. Too. Well, yeah, I just and said Katie what was it, 2011? So that was when she was still married to Yeah, Tom with Tom, Cruise. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. maybe they were going for that Raspberry Award. I don't know. Well, you know what? I bet Tom Cruise was pissed that L. Ron Hubbard was rolling over his grave. He might have been. He might have Everybody been. Everybody loves Battlefield Earth. I don't know. That's my that's I my just remember the, the them promoting that movie a lot. And I remember being excited for Adam Sandler because I'm like, Oh yeah, Adam Sandler, you know, like we grew up well, on the Billy Madisons and the El Pacino, his performance in that movie is like I don't want to say over the top, but he's like really dedicated he's to it. He's overly Al Pacino? Yeah. Uh, and that and that's kind of the you know what, Al Pacino's earned that. He can do whatever the hell he wants. He I mean, can do whatever the hell he wants. Because, I mean, wants. the guy's been around forever. Yeah. He's really good. This was kind of the downward slope for, Matt, for Adam Sandler. Like, he did this, and they did, like, It's My Boy, with which I watched five minutes of Terrible. one time. And I love Andy Sandler. Tim Meadows is in it. Of course Tim Meadows is in it. Yeah. But, like, Grown Ups, I didn't, I didn't mind Grown Ups as much, but Grown Ups too. I've never, never in my wildest dreams could I ever uh, imagine Adam Sandler beating up Stone Cold Steve Austin. Even if Austin was letting him. And this is kind of... I've never watched any of his Netflix movies. I've been out. like, And I love Billy Madison. And he, he, he listen listen to this line. Time. This is just this is, this is just perfect. There, she hits it off with everybody and tries Mexican food for the first time, thus acquiring a horrible case of diarrhea, which makes her even tougher to live with than usual. Oh, it's hilarious, man. Like, she goes Katie to this Holmes? party. No, that, no, no. That is some plot point right Jill, there. Jill, his sister, she goes to this Mexican Katie party. Holmes. And the guy's introducing her to everybody, and he's like, this is Juan, Juanita, Juan Jr., Juanito. Oh, man, they're all named Juan. It's hilarious. It's got stupid gags like that. Jill, Jill tries online dating. She has no success until Jack poses as Jill <laughs> and alters her profile, leading Norm to McDonald's in it. Yet when right. Jill's date, fun bucket, Norm McDonald meets her, yes. she sneaks out of the restaurant through the men's room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Norm McDonald would probably be the... Every time she sleeps and wakes uh, up, there's like a like sweat pile around her. 
Like a, a pile of like sweat? A stain. Does it freeze? Like a stained sweat stain. <laughs> oh, right on. Around the It's <laughs> hilarious. Bob, it just makes me laugh, man. Listen to this review. <laughs> Although it features an inexplicably committed performance from Al Pacino, yeah. Jack and Jill is impossible to recommend on any level whatsoever. <laughs> well, you know what, too, man? I didn't say I recommend it. No, you didn't. Even though you've recommended it to me several times. Because it's so stupid, it's funny. Yeah. You've got I forgot this me. thing, you, this pile of garbage. You should be embarrassed to like this movie. This is pathetic. Yeah, that's bad. That one. is bad. I like, Sorry. I like that you like it, though. I think that's funny. That, I think it's terrible, but it's funny. No, it's pathetic. That's all right. It's terrible like, movie. I, I will I no know. longer listen to you from any film recommendation whatsoever. It's horrible. <laughs> Blade Runner 2049, it was good, Huey. I'm not I'm not going to see it. Bob said it was good. I, I give you credit, though, man. You pulled that one out of thin air. That was, oh, wow. That's a good one. That is See, good. like, I don't have any, like, really recent or older ones from my childhood. Well, it didn't. Well, you don't remember. Because I'm not embarrassed about those from my childhood. Well, see, though, now, like, 20, like, I have more discriminating taste than I did back when I was 11. But there's another component to that, too. So the stuff that we liked growing up is, like, cool and in now. You know what I mean? Like comic books and things like that. It wasn't it wasn't cool to like that stuff. Back Milo Otis has never been cool. <laughs> damn it. No. <laughs> Milo Otis, no. God damn it. <laughs> no, it's, I, it's critically acclaimed, Chuck. <laughs> no, it wasn't. 80, 80% it, rating. Was that a user score? No, that's a, that's a, that the user score is ninety percent. I didn't mean to bring it. us back to I call BS on the scores of movies from I the past. I didn't mean to I didn't mean to bring us back to my own notice. Am I up now? Yeah, yeah, Chuck, you're yeah. Up. All right, well, there you go. Here's some Pathetic. fodder for you. Um, this movie came out in 1992. I didn't discover it. And so, let's see. I would have been 10 years old. I didn't discover it until I was probably 15. So, um, How old are you in 92? In 92, I would have been 10. Okay. So uh, I, I didn't discover it. So five years later, so that's 1997. Um <laughs> I caught it on WGN in the afternoon and was like, I'm a Was it like a Sunday afternoon again, movie? Again, yes. It yes. was like it was like rain delay theater kind of shit. The so jingle. it was it was one of those things where I remember making fun of the commercial for this movie too. It's like Walt Disney Pictures proudly presents then it shows this movie and you're like, what the fuck? Only is the this? lonely. <laughs> only no, it wasn't only the lonely. I'm gonna guess something here <laughs> but, before you tell but us. But hang on. So hang on. This movie uh, is based off of historical events. Him. Never mind. Um, it's based off of something that happened in 1899. Ooh. Um, it has to do with a bunch of young boys. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, I absolutely freaking love it. Um, it's a musical. Newsies. It is Newsies. 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 Damn right, it's Newsies. <laughs> Newsies. I love by, that uh, movie. You know, a lot of people love that movie. Oh, hang on. Well, now they do. I just, I'm getting to that. Anyway, this movie is directed by Kenny Ortega. It does have Robert Duvall. Bill Pullman and Margaret, and of course, that Bat is a good Batman stick, yeah. himself, Christian Bale. Yep. Who does sing and dance quite a bit. It is based on the Newsboys' strike of 1899. Um, it is a commercial flop. It, it, yeah, was, it, it had is. a $15 million budget. It made $2,819,000 uh, back in 1992. Um, it is about Jack Cowboy Kelly, who uh, is the leader kind of this newsies group. Newsboys are, were guys that bought papers from the distributor then walked around and did like the extra, extra thing and handed them out to people and they sold them. Um, Joseph Pulitzer, played by Robert Duvall, he raises the price of the papers. Yep. For the, or the yep. papes. It was the papes for the newsies. Raise the price the newsie, uh, for them to buy them from the distributor. The newsies uh, basically go on strike. Um, 
he was doing it to be, uh, it, it, it does have a cult following now. Actually, Christian Bale has been yeah. quoted as saying, if you have something bad to say about the Newsies, you'll have a lot of people to answer to. The movie's... Uh, the movie is completely ridiculous. Christian Bale freaking out. Yeah. You don't like the nosies? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Fuck you! Oh, good for you! <laughs> you want me to look up the Christian Bale breakdown? No, I don't want you to look up that. If you could look up, just play any newsies song while I'm talking would be good. All right, um, here's the kind of a cool thing. Um, Max Casella, do you guys know who Max Casella is? No. He is Vinny Del Pino. Oh yeah, Doogie Howser. He's in the yep. movie as Ray. He's in a lot of good movies. The movie does have a Rotten Tomatoes score of thirty nine percent for critically, and then eighty eight percent. Which surprises me actually that it's so low. Yeah, I, but this is a decent flick. Again, man. That's from scores, snobby critics. Yeah, it, and it was only and it was only uh, thirty five reviews actually, which That's is kind of weird. Eighty eight percent of users like it. Oh, sorry, we got to go to the advertisement. I wasn't prepared for this. Reese's Crunchers. <laughs> that sounds delicious. That Ed worked. I want to hear the song. What's, oh, this is a. Uh, Look at Bill Pullman, man. He's so young. I could probably sing this song. Bill Pullman's in it. Yeah, Don't sing he, he sings. <laughs> Bill Pullman sings. I know this right here. This is King of New York. Yes. That's Vinny. That is Vinny. That's Christian Bale. That is Christian Bale. Wow, you do know this movie. There's Vinny again. Okay, you don't have to play anymore. Thank you. Actually, if you could look up Santa Fe. Uh, <laughs> okay. Because Jack Cowboy Kelly, he wants to go to Santa Fe because it's the greatest place on earth and his dad's there and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, there is a cripple who gets his ass kicked in this movie. <laughs> Disney, Disney. His name's Crutchy. Crutchy has a crutch, and that's how he sells papers. Even though he is disabled. What year? Ninety-two. Okay. Oh. Santa Fe. Oh, I'm just gonna let this breathe for a second. All he needs is a few more dollars. He looks really, really young in this. He is. He is. Dreams come true. Yes, they do. In Santa Fe. Okay, get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Wow. So, yeah, Crunchy gets beat up, wow. beat up because uh, J uh, Robert Duvall sends some guys out there to rough up some newsies. They beat up the kid with the crutch, which is pretty mean. Um, there, This was based off of an actual strike that did happen in 1899, but it wasn't led by Jack Cowboy Kelly. It was led by Lewis Ballot. He was nicknamed Kid Blink. Can you guys guess why he was nicknamed Kid Blink back in 1899? Would have never guessed. He wore a fucking eye patch is why he was <laughs> Kid Blink back in 1899. Of course he did. Of course he, he had did. an eye. He had one eye what? And, a, and a heavy Brooklyn accent that when he was quoted in the papers, they had to phonetically transcribe everything he said because no one could understand him. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. Here's the part that's going to blow your fucking mind. There is a behind-the-scenes movie that was made. It is a parody. On Newsies? Yep. It's a parody called Blood Drips Heavily on Newsies Square. I'm going to say the names here real quick and just hold on hold before you say anything. Okay? It was produced by Max Casella, which is Vinny. We already yep. talked about that. Yep. And Trey Parker. No. It's 25 minutes long. It's 25 minutes long. 
When I saw that it was produced by Trey Parker, I was freaking out. I'm like, I gotta find out more about this. Where is it available? Is it on YouTube? It is. It involves Mark David, who is a player in actually in the show Roundhouse, which is on SNCC a long time ago. Um, he plays his. He actually does an impression of Don Knotts, who comes and shows up on the back lot of Universal Studios. Uh, and wants, Andy. And wants to be. Go to Mount Pilot. I was watching the, I was watching the Ghost of Mr. Chicken today too. <laughs> uh, Don Knotts. He plays. You should be embarrassed for. Yeah, I was just gonna it say. Was on, it was. No, on, that's pretty good. It was Gooley. I was just in and out. But he shows up in the Universal Blacklot trying to be in Newsies, Don Knotts does, and then he ends up murdering them all. It's a horror movie. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's on, it's on YouTube. Don Knotts murdering them all. Yeah, yeah, Don Knotts killing all the When year was this movie? Also starring this is also Don Knotts. They made this. So he's old as hell? No, it's it's this guy pretending he's Don Knotts. He does a Don Knotts impression. Oh. And uh, so, yeah, the Trey, hey, pa- Andy. the Trey Parker thing led me down a rabbit hole. And when I saw this article, it said Trey Parker asterisk. I had to scroll all the way down to the bottom, and it says not that Trey Parker. It was not the South Park Trey oh, Parker. Oh, no wonder. I know. I'm like, what? Oh, I'm like, what the that's hell? Lame. Here's the crazy was part. It T-R-E-I? So, no, it's T-R-E-Y. Hey. Parker. <laughs> and then, uh, so this movie was a bomb. It was a failure. Disney basically disavows every night knowledge of it, except for the fact that there was a stage adaptation developed in 2011. It was done at, I don't remember the name of the place, but eventually it went to Broadway because of how successful it is uh, in 2012. I do remember that. I do remember there was like a resurgence of it. There has been a resurgence of Newsies, and that's kind of what led people back to the movie and everything else. Which actually surprised me that it's that that panned because Uh, a lot of people have watched that that, that flick. And yes, all week since I did, I was looking up stuff on news as I've been walking around my house singing Newsies songs. I've sent you, we do a Friday night yep. Friday Yep, I get song Newsies thing. songs every once in a while. You get Newsies songs. I will sing Newsies songs at the drop <laughs> He does, and it's quite pathetic, actually. And Those I, haven't been banned? No, because I, I, I sing them with such emotion and inflection. <laughs> Fair that, enough. That, and my wife actually is already embarrassed that I'm doing it, and the kids are too, so they're just like, he's just making a fool of himself <laughs> as he's walking around. Oh, singing, I'm embarrassed for singing you. Singing Santa Fe. King of New York or Seize the Day or... I have to admit, though, watching just watching this clip of, of Christian Bale doing the classic, like, 40s... The 40s dance routines. Not even 40s. This is 1899. Well, what I'm talking about is the cinema of the 40s where they did a lot of dance, song and dance numbers, like, you know, oh, sure. Sing the Rain, where they would, like, you know, would step up on a chair and tip it over, and they, they had the whole choreography of the, the whole thing. It There's, was kind of slick, At man. one point in that King of New York thing, a dude from Roundhouse grabs a freaking ceiling fan and spins around like a freaking crazy man. It is awesome. And then he lands on a table, and Bill Pullman's like, shit. <laughs> So, and, and, and by the way, just for everybody else, it's Pullman in this one, not Paxton. So you've had an interesting couple of picks here, because your first one was a, actually a very well-respected movie by a lot of people, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it does have some, I don't want to admit that I, I like this film, okay. because it's for menopausal, you know, 50 year old ladies. Oh, yeah. And, and then um, Newsies, which is a musical, but actually, I, I would consider it to be liked. Newsies is the final. It's a crit, uh... <laughs> Every day I'm Jack Kelly, Jack Cowboy Kelly. Wouldn't it be more of like a cult classic? It is. It's probably. It's like a, yeah, it's probably. Whereas Friday Green Tomatoes is more of like Oscar bait kind of thing. I don't get sucked in by that very often, the Oscar bait kind of thing. Oh um, my God, do I. I do. I remember whenever I told you I I saw this. (laughs) I saw this on like uh, Sunday afternoon WGN thing. Um, My neighbor, uh, a girl that, uh, well, Ben Walker's freaking sister molly, molly 
I remember telling them, I'm like, I watched this movie of these kids and they were slinging newspapers. I think it was Newsies. And she's like, oh yeah. She's like, yeah, that movie's great. She went and got the cassette tape and we we're outside playing basketball, listening to the soundtrack of the Newsies. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. There was a cassette tape. It was, you could listen to the soundtrack of the Newsies. It was at least only, what did I say, when I was 15? That is, is embarrassing. Was, and this is when I was 15. It didn't come out, it came out when I was 10. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised so, you got your I ass was, kicked. I should have. <laughs> if I would have let any of you guys know, it would have got my ass beat in. So that's my second one, Newsies. That's my number two. Okay, my turn? Yeah. All right, so this is also a Disney film. All right, um, 20% rating, Rotten Tomatoes. Treasure of Planet. How? Uh, no, shut up. However, liked by 89-90% of people out there. Tron! I love Tron. No, it's not Tron. Oh. came out in 2005. Now, here's, here's, here's the twist. It was written by Thomas Lennon and Robert Ben Garant of... The State. The State. All right, Disney movie. Um, it has a ton, a ton of good people in it. And it has ninjas. Oh, shit. Um, three ninjas? No. Disney Surf Ninjas? No. Okay, let me give you some Robert, stars. Wait, no, Robert Ben Garant and Thomas Lennon wrote a movie back in 2005 with a bunch of ninjas in it for Disney? Who's Not a bunch it? of ninjas. There's only ninjas at the end. Who's in it? Ninjas at the end. Okay. Or like a clues for Aladdin. that. One of the one of the one of the reasons why I like this movie because it was like Britney Snow's breakout role and I always thought she was cute. What the fuck's Britney Snow? Britney Snow of uh, the uh, Pitch Perfect? Britney, she's not in Pitch Perfect, dude. She's dead. That's no, Britney, that's Britney that's Murphy. Murphy. She sucked in everything. Britney Snow. Britney Snow. Brad Garrett's in it of uh, I know. Uh, something about Raymond. 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 Um, Raymond. Lauren Graham of Gilmore Girls is in it. I love her. And you're going to get it if I give you the main star. I love Gilmore Girls. Vin Diesel. Oh, Pacifier. The Pacifier. What? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that have a talking hey, duck in it? My yes, dad, it does. My dad loves this movie, too. <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> my dad loves this movie. <laughs> It's about a it's about a computer thing, right? Like, <laughs> he made me watch. It's fine if you don't take my recommendations, dude. Your movie tastes as shit. <laughs> you know what's a good follow-up? This is a great to film. This? You know what's a good follow-up to this is Pitch Black. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, is. it really is. The pacifier. Hey, man, I had to watch part of this. It's about some co- the dad computer disc. Yeah. So the whole the whole point of it is this 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 Navy SEAL is out there in some foreign country with a CIA agent. CIA agent gets kidnapped or whatever, he gets killed. And they're going after this top secret computer program uh, chip called Ghost or whatever. And so they fly back to the United States where Vin Diesel is then put in charge as this Navy SEAL, put in charge of this guy's family while while still hunting for the secret of the ghost. And it it almost has a ridiculous amount of plot points to it. It, Where, like, so you have this whole uh, plot point of the CIA thing going on. You have the whole plot point... Of the cuteness of a Navy SEAL being a dad to these kids, right? And then you have um, at the end you have the 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 twist where it ends up being his captain that's the bad guy. Of course. Uh, then they have the scene where it gets me every time. Uh oh. Right. Oh. It gets me. Okay. Where Vin Diesel is the tough Navy SEAL military macho guy. The, 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 the oldest son, he's kind of in his shell. Oh. He's a wrestler, but he hates wrestling. And remember the wrestling coach, coach Brad Garrett's always picking on him? Yeah, I do. Okay, and he's getting... But, but they either. catch him in his closet wearing a Nazi uniform. <gasps> What's going on here? Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is he wearing a... What? Back the truck What? Up. What? 
Yes. Who Nazis in a Disney movie? No, dude. Well, yeah, it's what Disney. You, it's freaking was Disney. He, was he doing a report on Nazis or something? No, he was he was starring in The Sound of Music. Oh, fuck. But he was ashamed what because the? his dad was a oh. macho guy. Oh. And he was he was trying to be in the play. And Context. then Vin Diesel caught him. Vin Diesel caught him and he thought he was going to be in trouble. But then Vin Diesel embraced it. Oh. And then he went and in the play with him. Isn't that great? It's such a great uh, movie. And did then it bring he, a tear to your eye? Yeah, well, yeah, dude. It's like, it's like this acceptance, you know? You could be who you want to be, Bob. If you want to be in The Sound of Music, you can. Thank you. No, can't. <laughs> no, I don't want. But what's great about it is Vin Diesel makes this tactical vest where he can put baby bottles. I imagine you stuff. do. I yeah, actually wait, imagine did you, you having Did you make a replica? Point. He's seen, well, yeah, yeah well, this I'm is actually, dad. This is actually an allegory for Huey's entire, when he, when, he, when his children were very small. You know this this movie came out the same year I yes. came back from Iraq. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> This movie's actually about Huey. He came back from Iraq to have two children. Now, let me ask you, let me ask you, did yeah. Vin Diesel act the same way he does in everything else he's done? Oh, yeah. Okay. Family, he does. Family he does. is everything. <laughs> You guys laugh, but this this is an emotional movie. I mean, this is really never seen it. Mm. I think it's funny that Thomas Lennon and Robert Van Yeah, isn't that weird that they wrote this? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but they wrote a lot of stuff, and that's kind of cool. That's cool. And you know what? That movie wasn't a flop, was it? That movie made money. no, it made good money. It, it made was, good money. Was the, it it, it led tomatoes. for a couple weeks. What's that? What uh, Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes is twenty percent, <laughs> and but it has a ninety percent like rating. Um, from oh, users. User reviews. Yeah, yeah. user reviews. Critics right? are snobby. You know, the best part is when Vin Diesel wrestles Brad Garrett. They're playing We Will Rock You. They do the wrestling thing. Vin Diesel kicks his ass. Everybody loves Vin Diesel. Then he makes out with the Lauren chick from Gilmore Girls. Nice. He makes up with Lorelai. Yeah, and he ends, up, he ends up quitting being a Navy SEAL because that's realistic. I'm going to quit being a Navy SEAL to take a job as the wrestling coach. That's what happened at the end. It was, oh. You yeah. know what's funny is this twice now I've mentioned that I like Gilmore Girls and actually named Lauren Graham's name in Gilmore Girls. You I've actually have. I didn't no notice that. from either one of you. I do. And We're I, just admitting all sorts of things. And there, I pushed we? my wife to watch the new Gilmore Girls show on Netflix and she just absolutely hates the Gilmore Girls. Did you Girls watch like it? Crazy. No. Because I, 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 I'm like looking for, you know, like a bonding point where... We have plenty of those anyway, but God, I'm so embarrassed. All right, don't be. It's no, you're good. No, no, no. That was that was that was something. That it has ninjas. Not, it has ninjas in it. It does have ninjas. I, I'm assuming I didn't see it. There's some. All of it. I mean, I did see part of it. My dad tons was like, of plot points. My dad was twist. like, "Have you seen the pacifier?" I'm like, "No." For some reason, I could see your dad really some, liking that yeah, movie. Yeah, he jumped right on it. He's like, "Yeah, pacifier. Let's go." I'm like, "No." That's okay, but he, he dug it. He dug it. God, my self-esteem is shot now. Nah, All right, okay. continue. I'm waiting for your third one, man. You're okay. Oh, you're, you're okay. You've one. been doing good. My, my third one has a surprise twist to it. This, oh, just, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just, like, just like Vin Diesel's commander. Correct. Man, All right, my next one is a little bit older than my first one. We go back eleven Year? years. Eleven years earlier to year two thousand. Two thousand. Okay, so that's uh, the year uh, you graduated. Yeah. Me and Bob are ninety nine. Yeah. Right. You guys were yeah. up. I love this us. movie. I love this movie. I'm not ashamed of it, but it's been critically panned and everyone hates it. But I love it. I love it because of the action. The action. The action. The action. Okay, is action. Great. Okay. So Mission Impossible two. Exactly. Boom! <laughs> no way. <laughs> 
Yeah, John Woo, motherfucker. This one I've I'm seen. a big fan wow. of John Woo. I'm a big fan of John Woo and his use of doves. <laughs> I also enjoy the doves. Exactly. Face off. They are Again, everywhere. I love the action. Just over the top action. It so is. I'm not a big fan of okay. Tom Cruise unless he's in a Mission Impossible movie. I actually movie. love Tom Cruise. I will, I will give and Bob... And I hate Scientology, but I love yeah, Tom I will Cruise. give Bob credit for that. Because I, love I loved the original reboot of Mission Impossible. I, I love that flick. That's I got Brian a story about that. That's Brian De Palma, though. That's, yes. Correct. That's a real deal. That's a good flick. When I was a kid, we went and saw that movie at the theater. And we watched the whole thing until... You guys have seen it. Until, yeah, absolutely. Until the train goes under the tunnel. Yep. I know where you're going. I was with watching this. it, and then at the theater, boom, tape broke. Fuck. Right at story. that spot. I mean, Who's uh, chasing yep. John Voight? Yes, right at the end. So oh, that's that's the best part too. Spoiler alert: John Voight's the never, best. never, what seen, is he never seen the ending. Hated that movie the whole time. I, I'm like, the movie fucking blew. Sucked until I watched the ending. I'm like, oh, that movie was awesome. Yeah, it was really good. Anyway, back back to Mission really Impossible. Good. Mission Impossible Two. It's a 2000 American action spy film directed by John Woo, starring Tom Cruise. Is this is during John Woo's, like, John Woo was making a lot to, of stuff. When he came to America, he yeah. made uh, Hard Target, yep. which is John claude Van Damme's probably best movie, and then he made Broken Arrow. And I don't know about that. Is that Broken Arrow? Is that him in Broken Arrow? He did Broken yeah, Arrow, but I don't dubs. know about uh, Hard Target being Van Damme's best movie. I like Bloodsport. Time, time Cop. Oh, Bloodsport. All the way. Bloodsport yeah. is bad. Hard Target man. is very Bloodsport. Hard Target is good, and it Time is. Cop it is, is good Lance well. Hendrickson is freaking awesome in that movie. Yeah. Bloodsport, though. You cannot go wrong with that movie. No, Bloodsport's great. All right. <clears throat> it is, actually. It's the second installment in the Mission Impossible film series. Um, in the film, Ethan Hunt, which Tom, played by Tom Cruise, yep. is recruited by the Impossible Missions Force to find and destroy a dangerous biological weapon called That's Chimera. Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. For, he's in the movie for 10 seconds. Yep, yep. It's Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, you're 100% right. They find him on John Boyd dies in the first one. Yeah, well, and Anthony Hopkins is a good guy in the movie. Yeah. So the biological weapon's called Chimera from a rogue IMF agent called Sean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. I forget the guy's name, but it's he's It's Doug Scott, isn't it? Doug Ray Scott, that's it. Sit down, Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Sit down, Hunt. All right. My, my left jacket pocket. <laughs> That's another thing. The overuse of the masks did not bother me no. at all in this movie. Nope. Here, here's it. the thing. Let's, always well, let's, let's think about this for a second, okay? I remember when this movie came out, and I remember thinking this movie was incredibly over the top. I but for, for I did too. I hated it. But I remember they were they were they were playing the hell out of this movie like on on like HBO free weekends. Mm-hmm. And I remember just like it, it just slowly growed on me, man. It, it was like one of those films where like it's just you have to watch it. If when you it's hated on. it the first time you saw it, you needed to watch it again. Yeah, just yeah. to divorce yourself from some shit. You liked it the first time. I remember. I had that uh, little the sign in my van. Yeah, you did for the longest time. Oh, that's right. Started. Yeah, you did. Go ahead. On uh, Rotten Tomatoes, this uh, film is certified as rotten, but absolutely fifty-seven percent. I was gonna say it's probably the lowest rated at all. Based on one hundred and forty-three reviews, average score of five point nine. You know, I could... I, is it? It is. Mission, I'm looking it up Mission right now. Mission Impossible 3 has... Uh, what's Let's his face? That guy who died. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's him. Directed and, by J.J. Abrams. Yeah, that's Abrams. And 4 is what? Is that Ghost Protocol? And yes. then 5 is Rogue Nation? Four. 
Ghost Protocol. It's got Brad a uh, so it is rotten. Brad, Brad Bird. Okay. It yeah. is rotten, but it ha- it does have a approval rating of sixty well, percent. That's probably, and that's not bad. I'm gonna say that that's probably the lowest rated Mission Impossible out of. I think it is too. Yeah, and but it's, it's my we can favorite. confirm that. But I gotta. Uh, that movie has, that movie grows on you. There's some have, really cool action scenes. In I do movie. have a story about that movie. If you when, once you're done with some stuff. Oh, I'm done. I, I had, just, that's all I got. I remember I, I I came home from work on a Friday, and uh, my wife not my wife at the time but she's my wife now. She had bought me the Mission Impossible. It was only three movies still. Yeah. She bought me the Blu-ray box set. I have the Blu-ray box set of just one, two, and three, and I'm like and. I end up getting extremely sick. And she's like, Do you, I'll lay here and watch a movie with you. And I'm like, okay, put a Mission Impossible 2. Because I hated the movie when I first saw it. You actually kept telling me to watch it again. And, uh, oh, okay. Uh, I, uh, the th- that's pretty cool. Um, you ended up telling me to watch it again. And so I did. And I ended up loving the movie. I ended up loving it. Because I divorced myself from all the other bullshit in the movie. And it was just... Um, you're like, focus on the action. And the action is amazing. It, it is. And, it is. Um, I agree with that. I've seen it. Clearly, I'm sitting here quoting it. I've seen it a bunch of times. So what? We're, we're sitting there, dude. I've got food poisoning. I'm dying. Like, <laughs> I'm dying. I remember my wife is like, can we turn the air conditioning on? It's 90 degrees and you are sitting there in a blanket. Like, I am wrapped up in a blanket. <laughs> like, because I'm cold. And she's like, we watch Mission Impossible 2, and it gets over, and she's like, you like that movie? I'm like, the movie's great. I'm like, the movie's awesome. See, I I agree with that. He's giving, at one point, Tom Cruise is in that lab upstairs and shoot a big yeah. shootout. Yeah. And he gives that like, in 15 hours you're going to die and I'm going to find you. I'll have the antidote. Is this the one? And he jumps out the freaking window and all that Is this stuff? the one where they have the uh, the motorcycle oh, yes. jump fight? Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then he has the cartwheel kick through the face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pathetic but awesome. Yeah. And the soundtrack yeah. you used to play it in your truck in your car all the Limp time. Limp Biscuit, Metallica. Oh yeah, that's Metallica right. Did, that. did I play that? Their last I song with Newstead. Well, yes, a lot. They played that in concert this year when I saw them. That was a cool video. I look it up. It was. Um, it was. No, don't really look it up. I'm just saying. I was saying, look it up to oh, anybody listening. Um, yeah, I get you. But um, yeah, dude. And I'm like at the end, I'm just like, you focus on the action of that movie. Yeah, it's great. And Doug Scott. Doug Scott's a great bad guy. He plays a great good bad guy. And then there's. Uh, there's just so much stuff I can quote from that movie, like as they say, "You're sorry, I'm sorry." To be it honest, doesn't even make fucking sense. But that's vi- Boris the Blade from freaking Boris Snatch. Bl- any any movie associated with Fred Durst, and is. it looks like Mike's dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mike's dad's <laughs> Boris the Blade. <laughs> it does look like good movie. I like I like Mission Impossible too. That's a good one. It's a good movie to like check out, like just to like mentally turn off. That's not Ice That's Lip Biscuit. That is, yeah, that's why I looked up. Lip Biscuit. Why? Because it's pathetic. It is. But it's catchy. Man, this guy is a douche. Oh my god, I can't believe I ever bought that album. Alright, to be fair though, Break Stuff is pretty awesome. That song is great. I, I can go on I can go on a Fred Durst rant for I can't too. I can't too. Music will be our next Alright, yeah, music might be. Should be. Probably will be. Anywho, I got my next... My next one. Final guy. Okay. My final pick. So to round out, where are we at now? Seven? So this yeah. is my seven. This movie, neither one of you have seen. You've not seen it. Out of our group, out of everyone we know, there's only one other person who's seen it, and I'm going to do a shout-out to Mamer. Mamer's the only other oh, person God. who's seen this movie. With He saw it because of me. 
because this is one of those movies back when you were in grade school and I'm talking one through five we had an end of the month movie like you did good you got to watch a movie at the end of the month yep and my teacher was looking for Best something time. to watch and I suggested this movie that's how I saw White Fang this movie was a f- it was, came only came at <laughs> the White Fang Ethan Hawke yeah Ethan Hawke and I got more to say about White Fang, but not right now. Okay, get the um, feature films for families. It was a direct to VHS movie. What's the name of this movie? From 1992. Oh. I didn't give it to you yet. Okay. I thought Yanko, that was the name. Yanko it was just a generic feature Yanko film for families. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out a synopsis here real quick. There is a group of people living in the small town of Elk Ridge, Iowa. It's fictional, by the way. Okay. It's not real. So Elk Ridge, Iowa. There is a group of do-gooder kids. One of the group ends up moving, the leader of the group, I should say. The leader of the group ends up moving to Chicago. Hey. They end up moving to Chicago, passing on leadership to this do-gooder group, almost like a church group, but they don't ever say it's a church group. So I'm going to go, it's a group that walks around, goes around and does nice thing for families. He goes and he leaves and he moves to Chicago. He passes it on to his friend Scott. Pete was the original leader. After a while, Pete comes back from Chicago and then chaos ensues the name of this movie is called The Butterfield yeah The Buttercream oh I thought it was Butterfield you fucking idiot you ruined it Buttercream (laughs) game you ruined everything you know what stop the podcast you ain't Buttercream game I'm gonna go watch it it is like I said 1992 (laughs) Pete leaves the Buttercream game to go to Chicago passes on to live with his whatever aunt in Chicago passes it on to uh, Scott who becomes a new president uh, Pete returns after getting arrested because he broke into a kid's locker. Comes back to Iowa. Uh, he Pete gets his own gang. Wow. Do you want to guess what the name of Pete's gang is? Now keep in mind this is a family film, so it's going to be awesome. It's the Blades. <laughs> you know how you can tell they're Blades. You know how you can tell they're Blades because they wear red bands. Who's in this? Nobody. Hang on though. Shut up a second. Don't look it up. Um, Pete comes back. Um, not the same, of course. Scott, like, of course great. Not. Scott is happy that Pete comes back. <laughs> great Scott. Great Scott. <laughs> Scott is happy that Pete comes back, but Pete's different now. Pete is not a good person. He's ripping off freaking stuff from the general store, uh, giving it to him as treats, you know, saying that, oh, well, they owed it to him for all this stuff that he used to do for them when he went back when he lived here. Uh, it culminates with Scott pitching in the big baseball game and Pete heckling him from the sideline. There's and, an uh, there's, spaghetti? Yeah, that's uh, his aunt. What are you fucking doing here? Are you trying to quiz me? No, I'm looking He's at trying that. to steal your thunder. Anyway, eventually it all culminates with uh, there being uh, kidnapping. Pete is getting... Tra- someone's kidnapping Pete, and he's trying to get money from his uncle to send okay. Pete back to Chicago. Turns out it's all an elaborate ruse. It's a fake kidnapping. <laughs> Pete is trying. Pete hired a drifter to get. To, to get a drifter. To, yeah. This to, is getting creepy. To get his to get money from his own family to send him back to Chicago because he doesn't want to be in Iowa anymore. Um, the whole movie is about this group of kids who instill values and everything in the community. And Pete, um, when he comes back, of course he's not a good person. And the group tries to, like, find the good in him again and all this stuff and turn it around for him. And eventually what happens is Pete leaves again after Scott trying so hard to plead with him. Pete leaves again, and he's gone. 
and they're like, well, you know, we tried, you know, he, he was a bad kid, and then they get letters, or they get a headline from, like, the Chicago Tribune or something saying that Pete started his own buttercream gang. Is this when you, so when was the last time you this watched this movie? This is direct-to-video. Here's the thing, okay? I haven't watched this movie since I was younger. That my mom had subscribed to one of these yep. feature films for family things that sent movies to our house every yep. freaking week or every month. So I've seen these movies. I saw a movie called On Our Own where the mom dies and there's a f- kids. There's three kids and they live in a car. Yep, it's called On Our Own. Uh, space Camp is the one movie that we might have all seen yep, where the kids accidentally get launched into yep, space when they're going to space camp. I had that one. I think yep. I've seen um, that there's one. a movie with Muppets that I saw. That there's a lot of them in here. I'm, I'm looking up called, uh, feature films for families, yeah, and it was a, it was a privately owned company that sent videos out of his website. Was this? Oh, well, it was. This was this was made in '92. It has a sequel. It has a sequel. You got a theme early '90s. The company, yeah, well, its owner and related companies have been the subject of several government and phone company lawsuits concerning deceptive practices in illegal telemarketing, including oh. calling people again who have told the companies to stop calling, <laughs> and targeting parents and grandparents who with. False fundraiser claims after the victims received DVDs and a survey. These guys are creeps, man. Okay. They were pushing creepy oh, shit on you, man. I don't, know, I don't know how my mom ended up signing up for it. I'm sure that's how. They I could see your mom subscribing like, to something like, like this. Yeah, they, <laughs> they called the house and were like, you all want some movies? And Chuck, my mom's like, yeah. Yep. Uh, Chuck was getting movies, feature yeah. films for families and his Ranger Rick would come the next day. There is a, a, a re- There was a... Uh, a sequel called The Buttercream Gang uh, in Secret of Treasure Mom. Yep. I saw that too. It was terrible. That is pathetic. It, I didn't like it. And that came out in 93. Um, the constant is that there was Scott. You know, Pete never came back, but Scott came back. There was Eldon and there was Lonnie. And Eldon was the fat kid who kept jumping on people. And, <laughs> and he was the main protagonist in uh, the sequel to The Buttercream Gang. Here's so, th- this is interesting that, that you bring this up because I, I remember hearing about it. Never seen it. Never seen it. I have seen it. But I'm Sometimes. reading about it right now, and it's got like a 95% reviewed, mm. positive reviewed. That's something I want to go over, but I'll talk about it in a minute uh, when I get done with this. Uh, there was also, there was they were brought back in other feature films for families productions. They were just brought in as almost cameos to promote uh, community trust and friendship. The director, who was uh, Bruce Will Wiebauer. Okay. Um, if you look up his filmography, which I did, uh, it's kind of funny. He, you can tell exactly, even though this, like I said, this movie had that undertone of re- religiousness to it, Christianity and everything else. Um, he had, he did Friendship Fields in '95, Ghost of Dickens Past in '98, oh, weird. and then The New Testament in uh, 2013. Even weirder. Here's the crazy thing: the guy who played Scott, Jason Johnson. Uh, he was in, of course, both Buttercream... The only credits he has is in both Buttercream Gang movies and then Ski Patrol, where he, no. played, where he played Brat. I don't know who Brat is. Was that the... Was Ski Patrol or was it the... Well, there's another... Ski, was it Ski School with all the movies? Ski School. Yeah, that was so the movie. That was the movie. What was the ski? What was the one with the box with the person like doing the wily e. coyote thing? Where if you remember clip? Ski Patrol, I remember, the only reason why I remember Ski Patrol is because it had the the cover, the DVD cover of the guy like hugging a tree, like he ran into a tree. Okay, so I'm thinking of the right one where it was the cliff and the guy had gone over the cliff yeah. on the skis and he's looking down. But uh, whatever, uh, Michael <laughs> P. Weathered, which was Pete, he's got a little bit cooler of it. He's got the Buttercream Gang movie. He's also in Crimson Tide. No way! Yeah, he's got a bunch of freaking. Wait, what's his name? Michael, Michael Weathered. 
like weather and then ed uh mulholland drive he was in that too i i was actually pretty shocked by that anyway it's funny that you brought up user scores because um, it does have a 65% user score on Rotten Tomatoes out of 194. I actually... Very Brady sequel he was in, too. Yeah, I actually screenshotted some of my favorite user scores because I went through to look to see what other people <laughs> okay. talked about it. All right. Um, here's one. It's from Nick Mann. He gave it two stars. When I was younger, my mom brought this for me and my little brother, <laughs> my little brother, and my little brother to watch during summer break. We watched the film then. We burned the tape. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Okay, here's another one. Okay, Stephen Manausa. Actually, there's a, Dustin Nee Smith gave it five stars, but he says the sequel was better. But Stephen Manausa said the trouble kid Pete ends up moving back to Chicago, cleaning up his act, and starting a new buttercream gang of his own. There, I just saved you an hour and a half. <laughs> you would otherwise waste it on this movie. This movie is absolutely hideous. The acting is atrocious. The storyline is cheesy and the soundtrack sucks. If you're the dry type of person who makes your bed every day, scold your elbows on the kitchen table, and is never engaged in the act of cunnilingus, you may actually enjoy this movie. Wow. Well, yep. Um, That's sad, Shocker. Here's wow. my f- this I is, would be really embarrassed this, about this, this movie. Is I my, would too. This I is, would too. This is my this favorite. Is bad. This is this my is, favorite. My movie. I am redeemed from this my own. It's almost like a cult movie where they try you. to get you into the cult to watch this yeah, movie. Yeah, like, like really creepy. Remember I told you Mamer was the only other person because he was in my class. And Mamer actually afterwards said, You motherfucker, you made me watch the buttercream game. Because of you. Like this is the stupidest fucking movie. And at the time I'm like, what's wrong with it? <laughs> Um, so anyway, there's one more user review I gotta I gotta read. It's okay, probably my right, favorite. Right. Vincent Tilgman, three and a half stars. Okay. One of the coolest childhood movies I had seen when I was a kid. S C E N E, by the way. <laughs> ah, the memories. Teaches you not to fall in with the wrong crowd. If you're making babies, watch this. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's it. That <laughs> he, makes no sense. I'm nope. making babies, baby. <laughs> What, yeah, what is that? Even if you're mean? making, I don't know. And it's Vince. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. I'm gonna look him up on Facebook. Shut. He shut. And uh, that's. I mean, I got a lot written down for the buttercream game, but I pretty much went over everything. And here's thing. here's what is sad. Okay, I'm looking over at your notes. <laughs> More written about the buttercream There's on my face game than you do on anything. Wow. Else. But. I didn't have to go to the notes. I knew it. Like I knew. No, it. I saw you. It's on the second page. You didn't even scroll that's to the second, the second page. That's newsy. This is that's no. Newsies. This is all Butterfield cream. Buttercream. <laughs> Butterfield. Buttercream pie. Butterfield cream. <laughs> Butter. <laughs> we gotta. We gotta. No, I know. There's a whole. I I went through it. So am oh, I redeemed now, Bob? Milo notice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I told you it was gonna get worse. No, that is bad. That's bad. That is, is really, this really bad. This is my bad. number one. You want That is not only that. Not only is that obscure as can obscure can be, but I said before it made we no sense whatsoever. Yeah. You guys have never seen my number one. Never seen it. You never even come close to it, unless you were at my house when you were mm. ten years old, which you weren't, even though you were close. I was Yui, close. But Bob, I didn't meet till he was thirty-seven. <laughs> I know. Good um, meeting you next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to yes. it, buddy. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's buttercream gang. Wow. Yep. Buttercream gang. Next. I'm kind of nervous. Uh oh. Okay. So here's the deal. Um. 
these these two movies are practically the same movie. So that that's my twist. It's this is two movies. Two movies is your last pick. Yeah, but it's easy for you to believe that they are the same movie when you watch it. Okay, so do we need to? So one was made in two thousand three. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I need a drink for this one first. Oh. First one was made in 2003, and there's a sequel to it? No, there's no sequel. No, we'll wait for him. Alright, we have listeners at home, Chuck is peeing. Can't hear him pee, I mean, I guess we could if we wanted to, but I don't really want to. Well, he's... One. Oh, he's not even through his second Modelo. He's breaking the seal, man. But he had, he had, uh, he had a bloody, didn't he? Yeah, we all had bloodies. Well, I'm on, well, you had some of my Miller High Life, so... I had like a I'm not tapping the seal yet. No, I, I would. would that would not be good. No. Can you hear him? No, I can't hear him. He must be. He must be sitting down to. Pee. <laughs> <laughs> well, after. What are you talking? Thinking about his buttercream or whatever. It is. <laughs> Let's go. Shake it off. Yeah, pinch it off, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh... Is he still yelling? What? Okay, now we're going to have to edit. Yeah, man, I should have just asked to pause it. Yeah, we know we have to edit. It would totally throw you. It did. It threw everything off. Everything. All right, so I, here's here's what I started with. Okay, Why are we setting up ambiance or something like <laughs> it's getting dark. No, it's like, hot in here. Yeah, because the one is. light is on. Yeah, you want to open the door? No, because I'm no, we'll hear shit. Yeah, we'll hear shit. Yeah. Okay, so I, was this is this is what I started with. All right, 2003. This the the the, the reason why I said this is a twist because this is actually two movies. What's a twist? This is two movies. They are mm-hmm. neither a se- they're not a sequel to each other. Okay. But when you watch these two films, I am convinced that you believe they are one or the other. And there's no way to tell the difference. Okay? What year? 2000? So, no. You got 2003 and then 2006. Okay? So, they both um, they both involve, um, like, uh, a stereotypical, like, well-off rich guy who has problems meeting girls. Okay? okay? Or dealing with girls. Like, the bro-type mentality. Two pop collars type of thing, okay? Football boats, they dress nice, okay? Right. They both have the stereotypical female that's trying to fix this guy or repair this guy. These are both Matthew McConaughey movies. Yes, they are. Oh, God. Yes, they are. Yeah. They're both to, on the East Coast. How to fix your guy in 10 days. How to fix your guy in 10 days. Yes. Failure to launch. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. You sunk to a new low after Milo and Otis. I thought at first... And like, the pacifier, dude. I thought at first you were going to do like Crazy Stupid Love, which is actually like an awesome movie with Steve Carell and Emma Stone. And Never seen it. No, that's a Gossip. really good movie. It's a really good movie. But these are two really bad, pathetic movies that I love. I have seen them both. And man, you have you to could, admit... You should have picked Sahara. That at least would have oh, redeemed you. I love Sahara. I'm not embarrassed to say it's I love Sahara. Movie, I am though. embarrassed to say, however, I love How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And well, Kate Hudson, I had a... Here's the only thing that I have to say. I actually have this in the notes in I Love You, My Wife. 
my beautiful wife, but I had this huge thing for Kate Hudson for a while. So did I. She's banging. Oh, right? still, yeah. She's, She's banging, looking. right? Mom's so, pretty good looking too. Used to Goldie. Be. Oh yeah, Goldie. Yeah. Man. It's Goldie. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah. So it, it, the thing about these two movies is that they they would play these constantly, constantly oh. on TV. Oh fuck yeah! Dude. And. You when you when you turned it on, you never knew which one it was until you either saw Sarah Jessica Parker or Kate Hudson or Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, Terry Bradshaw's in it, and as a matter of fact, Kathy Bates is in it. Uh, I know in they're naked. The Lawns. Yeah, they're naked. Um, oh God, <laughs> why? Why are all mine really pathetic? Now that one's fine. They're okay. It's just not what I would picture. I don't your know, there's movies. a guy in Ten Days, at least based off a book. That's true. Is it? It's true. Yeah, it's based so. off like a pamphlet that was written. I, was, or something. I may have made that shit up. No, it was it was based I off like a pamphlet, almost positive short story or something. So yeah, it's Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. All right, it is. He's getting fixed by chicks. This is before um, the McConaissance. Yeah, well, you know, this is probably part of his. He has to do these type of movies before he gets into serious stuff. No, he didn't have to. He just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody needs to get paid. He man. had that. It's like a trilogy. It's that one failure to launch, and then it's that ghost of girlfriends past. Is he in that too? Yes. yes. With Jennifer Gardner. Oh my god. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He's yeah, made that a ton just of lowered bad a little bit more. So yeah, these both these movies are 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 terribly reviewed. Twenty four percent for failure, forty two percent for how to lose a guys. However. IMDb gives uh, they have six, six yeah, and a half out of five. They they have a seventy two percent, eighty five percent approval rating. So I mean, people, that's chicks like them. But that's the thing, you can't say that if you've ever been in a relationship with anybody, female or hey, whatever you're into, Bob, that you did not watch this with a significant other. I have not seen these movies. You're shitting. Uh, me. I am not shitting you're you. Shitting I've me. seen a hundred percent honesty here. I have never seen. I might have seen clips of them on like TBS randomly yeah, throughout the years, but other than that, I've never seen from one end to the other. Lose a guy I saw with a girl. Failure launch I saw with Dean. That was in. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's right up Dean's alley. By the wow. way, by the way, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days is a book. It's author Jeannie Long and Michelle Alexander in 1998. So, so it's for real. It is. It's a real book. It's legit. Three and a, three point seven stars out of five on Goodreads. So there you go. It's it's a real book. Wow. It was a book. I don't know. That's crazy. I just didn't picture you picking those movies here. Hey man, you know. But what? my last pick. I, 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 I watch them. If I, you love McConaughey and McConaughey, that's what he was making at that time. He and was. It was all the all right. I've all always right. loved McConaughey. It was all the all right, all right, all right McConaughey. That's what exactly. What I will. It was. I will argue to this day that Rain of Fire is the greatest film Dude, ever made in Rain the history of Fire ever. Is awesome. Ever. And I have movie, to watch it again because I didn't care for shit. it. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't care for Reign of Fire? Yeah, spoiler alert, I didn't like when he died at the end. I just, yeah, but Christian Bale didn't die. Yeah, I, I like Matthew Connery. He but dove into a fire-breathing dragon was, with an axe, For what? Because he was, a, he was distracting, so Christian yeah, Bale, so Christian could, Bale could kill him. My favorite part of that movie was the reveal, because he kept pulling out his flask and yeah. drinking out of it, and he gives it to Christian Bale before they're going to do something crazy, and Bale takes a drink out of it, and he goes, it's water. He goes, yeah, you can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I said, I I'll have to watch movie. it again because it's and been they, a long time since I've seen it. And then like, they're telling Christian Bale has got all those kids and he's telling the yeah. kids stories. Yeah, Star Wars. But it's Star Wars. It's Star they're Wars. Doing Star I Wars love that film, man. man uh, is that where, they, where the dragons would come and burn the crops? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they would fly and burn the crops. Feasted on ash. Yeah. And McConaughey then, comes in with his freaking man beard. Yeah, he's the man. It's the Americans. They had the, hot, they had the hot chick helicopter pilot. Yep. 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 
Yep, yep. Yeah, I just, I just, you know, I didn't like care for it's it. I first watched for, it, but it was so many years ago I watched it's, it. It's Fast and Furious with dragons. I I concur. <laughs> All right. And I hate those movies, but no, like, I Bob, I don't concur with that. It's way better. No, than I, Fast only saw, I only saw the first. That was that was a horrible really analogy. Sorry, sorry. I don't speak anymore. I don't like Paul Walker. My that that is a problem. I, I don't either. Is it is it too early? Too they late? replaced him with Jason Statham. I think we're good. Okay. We're good. We can talk shit about him, right? Fuck him. We don't know him. Quit speeding. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Need for speed. He, Bob, you're just looking at us. You're gonna let us keep doing this. All right, go cut ahead. us off. What's your fucking film? How okay. does a guy in ten days in failure launch? That was that was good. So on the scale so far, Huey's been like the most embarrassed. Should be the most embarrassed out of all of us so far. I want to say my the scale only be, when I say buttercream gang. Still though, you still have Fried Green Tomatoes and Newsies, which are fairly popular movies. As compared popular, to popular, but that doesn't mean the, no, the, no, no, no. I mean, but less embarrassed than he should be about with Milo Otis pacifier and then Hollywood guy in ten days. He's right, based on his personality and the way he exactly. is. Exactly. But actually, if anybody who knows him... I'm going to give you some... I'm going to give you some clues about, <laughs> you some clues about my last love film Tabby here. Cats and Pugs. And yeah, see if you guys can... And Matthew uh, McConaughey and Horse Face. Horse Face, Sarah Jessica oh, Parker. <laughs> A face holding Matthew Broderick above. What you got? <laughs> this film is in 1998. Okay. It's an American romantic comedy drama. Okay. Wow, that's... High Fidelity. Nope. That's, That's a good one. movie. It wasn't in 98, was it? I don't know. Yeah, probably, probably 97. Okay. This film is about two people in an online romance who are unaware that they... You've got mail! <laughs> I like that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> Never seen I it. I like that really? movie. Yeah. I don't know why I like it so much, but I do. I love it. Tom Hanks is great. That's why... It's I, just a good movie. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I have not You've seen never it. seen it? No, I've never movie. seen Sleepless in Seattle either. It's the, th- it, uh, it's the third time Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan starred together. You want me to give you another one? Oh, you got Sleepless. That's a that's a Nora Ephron. She yeah. also did like... Uh, and the other one was in um, 1990. Your, your neck of the woods. You love those early 90s Joe movies. Joe vs. Volcano? Correct. Boom! Never seen that either. Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> gives it a fresh rating of 69% based on 83 reviews. Yeah. I mean, it's not a terrible that movie, but sense. like... Did you expect me to pick that? Movie? That was one of those quintessential no. though '90s romance movies, man. That everybody yeah. everybody saw with a girlfriend. Everybody saw. If it, it. had, if I it remember had. watching it when I was homesick, and for oh, whatever nice. reason, my sister had the VHS tape. I'm like, oh, let's put it in. I've never seen it before. And I'm like, oh, this movie's awesome. So every time I'm not feeling good and that movie's on, I watch. Which it. one? Which one is it? It's Harry Met Sally with the orgasm scene. That's right? Meg Ryan. That's Meg Ryan Crystal. and Billy Crystal. What what movie is that one? That's Hannah Hermes. That's okay. All right, all right. I just making sure. See the, all those movies. Those, I get those mixed up. I've never. That's because that Meg Ryan was like so popular in the early nineties. Yeah, she was. Late eighties. Top Gun. Yeah, she's in Top Gun. Yeah, she loses so much. She's I thought she was gonna bang Maverick. You've got mail. You've got it's good mail, movie man. to watch on a rainy day, or if you're hungover. <laughs> <laughs> so tomorrow I should watch. You've got mail. <laughs> Possibly. I don't. I'm gonna go put it in tonight. I don't have it to give you to borrow, but you know what? Check it out. All right, man. So, you know did we all go through them? That's three. That's nine. Do we have any honorable mentions? I have one. I also I have, have one as well. So I have a couple. Since it's not back to me, I'll, I didn't write anything down for my honorable mention because I'm pretty sure I can talk about this movie at length. Um, it's a movie set in the 50s, but it wasn't shot in the 50s. It was shot in the 80s. It's got one actor who's one super popular actor who's now dead, okay. one actor actress who's no longer who's just 
dead ever. She's not dead, but I, dead. I, I, I didn't look her up, so okay. I, I'm not going right. to act like I know what's going on. All right. There's lots of dirty dancing in this movie. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing is the movie. I thought... I, dude, I, I might argue that. Yeah, um, that I'm embarrassed of it? Yeah. Yeah, why? You were embarrassed of, I like Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing I, I will openly admit I like Dirty Dancing. Well, and the soundtrack is fucking badass. It is badass. Patrick, Patrick Swayze's fucking He's great He's a stud in that, in that but, movie. But why is he great in that movie? I mean, he's a great actor. I mean, we can look through that. We can see these. Because great he's actors. gorgeous. That's he's why he's shirtless through most. That's because he's gorgeous and kind of sweaty. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly why. But Jennifer Grey, pre nose job, she looks she had, good too. Oh, she looks smoking got, in that movie. I just remember Patrick Swayze does have a sound on the a song on the soundtrack that I played the day he died. She's like the wind. <laughs> Play it right now. Find it. Right. Anyway, but I do remember the part where. There, he locked the keys in his car, and he's got to kick the post, and he, you know, you're getting wet, right? And he, you know, I, I think I think it's a good movie. So, oh, it's a great movie, but uh, men, remake as men, how many men would sit there and say, "I got something to tell you about the remake"? Is it Vanna Knight's one? Yeah. Okay, I'll talk to her about that. In a this, she's like the wind. I'm just gonna be quiet for a minute. This is Swayze. I love how the video is just montages of Patrick Swayze playing a guitar. There's like they're like this guy can't fuck up. Okay. Swayze was a cool. stud. Oh, dude, man. Roadhouse. He was. But here's the thing, like um, I always remember the SNL skit though. Oh the. the oh yeah. The Jim Dale's yeah. yeah. classic. Sure, sure. but yeah. Uh, yeah, Swayze. It's, it's a really good movie. It is, but coming from three guys. You know what I mean? That's, it, some, that's something, not something that everyone would admit that it's. No, I I, I agree with that. I think I think it was more taboo to to not to to not be like being a dude years ago taboo. to be able to like that movie. Now I think it's a it's a well, it's it's part it's part of it's pop cultural oh, history, yeah. man. You, you, know, you sit there and say it's got Jerry Orbach. It's got Jerry Orbach. In yeah, it. absolutely. He's a doctor. Yep. There's an abortion in the fucking Which movie. Which is freaking crazy. There is old people stealing shit yep. from other people's cabanas in the movie. Yep. There is. There's some stuff in that movie. There's the one waiter who freaking, uh, I think it sexually assaults the Jennifer Grey's sister. Maybe oh yeah, there's some, yeah, well, well, it's shady. Yeah, he's a dick. He's a dick. Yeah, he's a dick. He's the one who got the chick pregnant and who is shady. We would have we have to get a female in here because like my wife, for example, she knows that movie line by line. Well, I mean, heart I'm by a, heart. I'm a, my dad actually likes that movie too. I know he does because he taped it. So he. <laughs> uh, uh, whatever, but anyway, as you're saying, the the sequel, and the the band, uh, they were looking for that was just a dance movie. They were looking to make money off of, and they tagged it on there. It I think it was had great. To do with dirty dancing. You like Savannah Nights? I never watched Savannah Nights. Oh. There actually was though a wasn't there a made for TV one sequel to it? I want to say Possibly. there was, and I heard it was a disaster. But it was fun to watch. Don't remember. So yeah, I, I'm not putting the room or anything like that in there. I love the room. I'm not embarrassed to tell everybody. No, I Tommy Wiseau love the room. Movie. I'm not embarrassed to saying that shit. Oh, Troll Two. Nah, I love it. Too bad. It's great. It's not embarrassing. If you haven't seen it, you're an idiot. Um, you know, there's there's all kinds of movies I could have put in there. But Dirty Dancing is as from coming from a guy. Even though I'm a high pitched fucking Weasley dude, it doesn't like. Yeah, I like Dirty Dancing. Okay, I would watch it if it's on TV. I got two honorable mentions. I'll make them. I'll make them brief. The you first, don't have to. The first one is um, 30%, 36% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's actually got a really good cast. It has like, um, uh, what's what's that chick from Groundhog's Day? The McDowell chick. Andy? Uh, yeah. Uh, William Hurt, Bob Hoskins, Terry Garr. 
from Young Frankenstein, Mr. Mom, um, Joy Lauren Adams, Chasing Amy, Paul yeah, Rats, right? And John Travolta. Michael. Michael. Where's the angel? That movie's yeah, awesome. Why would you be embarrassed about liking movie. that movie? I like that movie. I, I don't know. I, I just never thought it'd be a, uh, a movie. I, I would. I would never admit. Like, yeah. Three ninety five on pay per view on VHS. The, I remember I seeing it all the time on like Stars or Cinemax free weekends. It was always on. Oh, the dance, man. Mainly a drama. Well, remember, right? remember how like dance. all the chicks like. They, the they, they would smell something different. Like, yeah, because he smell he was like an apple angel. pie or whatever, and he would bang yeah, all of them. Because he was an angel. Yeah. That was part of John Travolta's revival. After exactly. Yeah, you could tell he was he was overweight because they had him wearing a trench coat the whole freaking time. He's got a different kind of build, too. Like, he's got a build almost like I do. Where it's broad shoulders and... Like well, in Pulp Fiction, he was, bigger, he was a little bigger dude. Well, I think he was uncomfortable. But, he, but yeah, but he went from he went from being like the Bob's, Bob's the shot. disco dance, you know, ultra sex icon. He disappeared. Oh my god! That, and then he came back in the nineties. He was fucking cutting that. Yeah, oh I mean, the, that's when he has the thong and he's hump. Yeah, I mean, what? Uh, how do you know I know? Stay alive, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, come on, man, you know that. Never watched him. My I second honorable mention is a nineteen ninety nine film. Fucking dancing. This is, I think, what uh, is Sean Patrick Flannery's breakout role. Can't hardly wait. No. Suicide Kings. No. Sean Patrick Flannery. Yes. Oh, is it Boondock Saints? No, Jeff Goldblum's in it. Mary uh, Steenburgen. Oh, hold on. Back to the Future uh, Three. Powder. 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 Fuck you. Powder. Get the fuck powder, out of here, man. Let's shave every body hair off and name us the director powder. of God, that movie. He did, molested a bunch of people. Yeah, he did. He he did. He made the Jeepers Creepers films. Yes, he's the same fucking. He like guy. molested kids. He, and he went made, to jail. He just made Jeepers Creepers three actually, yeah, and that's he, why he's still so maligned is because he, no, he's out. He just oh, is made he out? Jeepers Creepers three. Yes, Jeepers Creepers three. You can watch on VOD right now. Wow. But, but the thing is, yeah, he molested people. Well, I just remember that movie, dude. the dude was super creepy. Sean Par- Patrick Flannery was super creepy. That yeah. was Sean Patrick Flannery? Yeah. I watched it when I was a kid. And I, I remember the scene where uh, the most the, the, he, the, he was stopped in the woods by like the bully kids. They were hunting, and they shot the deer, and he healed the deer. And they're like, this guy's a freak. <laughs> and the yeah, lightning they, and shit. Remember they used to play yes. the trailer over and over and over and yeah. over again on HBO? He had sunglasses on. <laughs> powder. I'm going to powder you. Mentions. That was good, man. It was good. good I like mention. it. I had Dirty Dancing. You fucking dropped powder you did. on my ass. You redeemed yourself with you your dropped... honorable mentions. <laughs> Seriously. You should have put those honorable mentions in there in, as the other ones. And then... What? You anyway. don't like Milo and Otis? I, I say we powder watch that way shit right after this. I don't care. You will cry your eyes my out. My honorable mention... I'm not gonna. Um, just this missed my cut. Uh, it's a 2000 film. Okay. It's a comic book film. Ooh. Um, Punisher. No. Superman I like it. Turns. I like it because the CGI is done well. Mystery Men. And that's a good one. I'm gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell you the main star, but I'm gonna tell you the side star cast. Okay. He's perfect casting. Okay. He's cast to play a drunk. It was Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte was a famous drunk. director. It's if I give you the director's name, you're gonna guess the film. Mm-hmm. I love the movie. I watched it a couple times, or I've watched it a bunch. From 2000. From 2000. It was highly anticipated. It was a huge flop. I don't know the, the Rotten Tomato score, but it was a huge flop. Highly anticipated. He was in the Hulk. Holy shit. Hulk. Dang Lee Hulk. Yep. Dang with Eric <laughs> Dang Bana. Hulk. Yes. That was a good movie. Not I great. get ripped on about like uh, movie a lot. You know, that's interesting because I actually enjoyed that movie. But then, then the uh, Ed Norton one came out. How many years later? 
Yeah. Uh, it was probably like nice. seven. Nice. Was it? Something well, like that. Well, well, but 2000. I got it. Uh, I think uh, 2008 or 2009 was uh, Incredible Hulk. Well, Hulk came out right after Iron Man. But let's yeah. think about the context of this movie real quick because the, the MCU wasn't around yet. No. Not yet. You no. know? And they were just starting to break out with comic book type stuff. X Men's coming out then. You know, yeah, it's starting to become a thing. Right, and it actually wasn't a bad start to that. No, I like the movie. I liked the movie. Norton Hulk was 08. 08. Oh, wow. So that was a while after. It was edited, like the way the film Hulk was edited, like a comic book, like you're reading it. Yeah. No, yeah. Everything was good. It's just, I got ripped on for liking it. Some of it, I haven't, I've only seen the Ang Lee Hulk once. And I remember it was hard, it was touted because Ang Lee was coming off a Crouching Tiger. Mm -hmm. Crouching Tiger was a really cool movie, man. It was. I had a thing for Jennifer Connelly, too, man. Jennifer, there's nothing wrong with Jennifer. And she's been around for so long. She has. And she looks the fucking same. Like, but. The Rocketeer? Come on, dude. The Rocketeer. I've never seen all the Rocketeer. Drop dead. In I the think of, when I think of her, I think of Requiem for a Dream. You ever see that? Movie? Oh yeah, absolutely. Are you thinking of her because she's getting her boobies in Requiem? No, that's just the movie that sticks I'm out from her career in my mind as like. See, I love the Rocketeer. I like the Rocketeer. That's, that's what well. sticks out for I haven't me. Seen the Rocketeer. She was also in a beautiful. Well, mind. You have not seen the Rocketeer. I think she won the Oscar. The Oscar for in a beautiful mind, or she Probably. was at least nominated. Get out of here! You've never seen the Rocketeer. You've being, never seen the Rocketeer? I remember being on the waiting list. Dude, that's an the, early '90s movie for the NES game. Rams's video for like two weeks. That's another Disney movie with Nazis. Yeah. I'm telling you, Disney has a thing with Nazis. Look. I actually feel like I should have watched The Rocketeer. That's a great movie. But I forget man. about it it's because The Rocketeer is not in. It's got what's his name? Uh, you know, the, the he's a great actor in it. That's uh, <laughs> so great. We name? forgot his fucking name. Oh, he's not no. the guy, is it? Because he's not uh, a well-known actor. I don't know who it is because I haven't seen it. But no, man, you know what? There's nothing wrong with like an Angley's Hulk. That's a split kind of conversation. It's some people liked it, some people didn't. I didn't like the Nick Nolte part. Like <laughs> I, I did. Oh yeah, <laughs> Timothy Dalton was Nivelle Sinclair. Well, he was the bad guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, here I am telling you about a movie that I've never seen. That's just like Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. <laughs> he was in that, wasn't he? Yep. That's right. Nice. I like Alan Arkin. Billy Campbell was the lead. Oh, remember Howard Hughes? Terry O'Quinn was Howard Hughes. Terry O'Quinn. I do know who yep. he is. So, uh, yeah, but there's nothing wrong with like, an English Hulk. I, I, I mean, a lot of people will disagree with you, but it's fine. That's, that's, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I do, too. I like I it. I, I liked how the CGI, when their characters in CGI, they matched it. Was, they looked like as the actors. It was kind like of a Hulk. breakout thing, man. I mean, that was really a uh, visually stunning movie. But it was a time. flop. It was. And I think I that's when it, when it finally came, because I didn't see it at the theater. When it finally came out, and everybody told me it was fucking terrible, and then I saw it, I'm like, this wasn't nearly as fucking terrible as people told me it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen bad movies, and that, I mean, I'm like, this wasn't that bad. And the, th- the cool thing is, too, when you have Ang Lee behind the camera, and Ang Lee's proved that he is a good director, yeah. where you can still see yeah. good directing, and maybe maybe there's some interference yeah. there with the whole Didn't he movie. direct one of your favorite movies, Huey? Brokeback Mountain? And see, you movie. go... <laughs> And you know see, what? I had actually I I, I wasn't going to put that on my list because I like Brokeback Mountain. That is that is a really romantic. Movie. I've never seen Brokeback Mountain. I've but never at the same seen time, it. I'm sure it's terrific. It's not. There's nothing wrong it's with one that. One ton of awards. There's nothing wrong with with homosexuality in cowboy movies. I don't care about that. It just doesn't interest me. So you can see what's her name's boobies Anne Hathaway's. I thought you were going to say Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I've seen her boobies in other movies. I don't need to watch. Who's Anna Hat? Oh, wait. Catwoman? Catwoman? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
I don't really care enough to see. Yeah, but it's a good movie. You know what? It's another another honorable mention I would throw in there. Yeah, what? Would be the Princess Diaries. Now I'm thinking about it. What? I love the Princess Diaries. That's a good movie, man. That is a good movie. The sequel isn't bad either. I I have thirteen going on thirty. Give it up. No, no. The Zac Efron one? No, that was Jennifer. That's Gardner. Jennifer Gardner, Gardner one. That's yeah. where she grabs like her boobs. Movie. I remember that on the commercial. Yeah. But it. So wait, real quick. I have children. They're twelve and and ten. Yeah, I do too. That are, that are girls. You have little girls. Yep. You ain't got shit, Bob. <laughs> Princess Diaries. How does that even yeah. how, how do you see that? I think an ex-girlfriend wanted to watch it. Bullshit. No, you I'm not joking. On your own. I bet you B-O-B. right now it's in Tell your me Amazon Prime list. If that came out between 2003 and like 2006, let me know. I don't know. Because I was in college All then. right. Well, I don't know. Princess Diaries came out then. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm Princess Diaries. Maybe 2008. There's a 2001. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Busted. I saw that at the drive-in. What the fuck? How did we both see that movie? I don't know. It's got Ray Wilson in it. Yeah, and that one Wait, girl. I don't know who the she is. Okay, so do we have a consensus of how pathetic we are? <laughs> I saw the last Mimsy because of kids, and it wasn't the kids they even like. It was we the went to the drive-in for, I forget the movie we went to see, but this was the first one playing, the last Mimsy. We went for some other movie, and it escapes my mind what movie we went to see. Escape from L.A. <laughs> That's it. That would have been cool. That's it. That would have been cool. I saw Escape from Illinois with my grandpa. I should be a. I should be ashamed of liking that movie because it's terrible. All right, so we went through how terrible. many movies, Bob? Nine, three, six, nine, nine plus a couple plus honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. Nine yes. plus some honorable mentions. I think there was some really embarrassing. Well, for me, there was some really embarrassing. I don't know about you two, but uh, you know what? I just don't feel embarrassment the same way you do. I am embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. Really I'm embarrassed. I am a little bit about Princess Diaries. I probably should be. That one, that it. one, pretty much puts you at the bottom. The yeah. pacifier. I'm really regretting <laughs> no, you know right what? now. It says Princess Diaries. I don't know. I'm thinking Milo <laughs> notice. Milo, where are you going? He Come encourages on. the euthanizing of breaking <laughs> kittens' paws. Oh man! <laughs> All right, we should probably wrap. Yeah, it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, yep, that was been uh, Bo- the Bo Chewy podcast this time through. Um, still trying to get the hang of this kind of thing. Uh, Bob just gave me a signal. I don't know what he meant. Number two. Number two. The second one. The yeah. second podcast. Yep. So uh, thanks, everybody. And uh, I'm We're Chuck. Out. I'm, I'm Chuck. Huey. I'm Bob. See you guys later. Later.